Hello and welcome to the Old Codger Show this week. Uh, we opened up the program with two from Fats Waller from the London Suite. We heard part four is called Bond Street and part five is, is called Limehouse. Now, last week I played parts one and two of the London Suite on this program. Well, this week we heard parts four and five. There are six parts. Now, you may wonder why I skipped part three. Well, because the disc has a hairline fracture. Now, I was afraid that if I transported it uh, here in my rickety shopping cart along Route 280 from East Orange, I, I was afraid it might crack. Some 78 RPM records are very delicate, and some are solid. And some, like the ones by Annette Hanshaw, belong in landfills. Anyway, I'm fine. Thanks for asking. How are you? Well, since I can't hear you, and since I'm not taking phone calls on the air today... Uh, I'll answer for you preemptively. You're miserable, in general. Your life is rancid. Nobody likes you, and you have no money, and you suffer from chronic lumbago. Every day for you is a tragedy. But right now, right now, everything is copacetic, because you've got an hour to listen to the Old Kaiser Radio Show. And as someone once said, Listening to the Old Codger Radio Show for one hour will guarantee 12 minutes well spent. The only question is, which 12 minutes? Well, that's for you to determine. Personally, my, my standards are such that the entire hour is golden. But the rest of you, I think of this show as a sumptuous buffet. You won't like it all, but you can stuff your face according to your own tastes. You like the cheddar squares and the crackers but the microwaved egg rolls are flavorless. You have some uh, tasty smoked salmon over there, but the pigs in blankets are inedible. Uh, the mac and cheese, oh, it's exquisite, but the steam table pork snouts are not fit for human consumption. By the time you finish chowing down what you like, you've only eaten one-fifth of what's in the smorgasbord, but you're full. That's what this show is like. Good, bad, sublime, obscene. You will leave the table with a loud belch and a smile on your face. So, come on, let's dig in with some Pete Johnson and Albert Ammons.
Well, you got to show that was uh, Pete Johnson and Albert Ammons with Boogie Woogie Man. Now, I want to break in here right now um, to say that Gus Bodenheim, our staff commercial announcer, he was, um, he was supposed to announce a new sponsor on tonight's show. Now, uh, we count on those advertising dollars, but Gus did not show up. Instead, he left a message. I'm going to play it for you. He left the following message on the answering machine, Lola Bell Pancake's answering machine. I don't have an answering machine. Um, now, I, I have not heard this message, so I don't know what his excuse is. I hope Gus is okay. I, I hope he's not injured or something. I mean, uh, Gus has been known to get overly inebriated, and he falls down, or he wakes up in some strange place, and he's got some floozy in the bed with him, and he doesn't know how he got there. So let's listen. Uh, roll it, Lola Bell. Monday, 12.34 p.m. Hello, Courtney, and listenership of the old Codger program. This is beloved radio personality and acclaimed author Gus Bodenheim calling to say with regret that my eagerly anticipated weekly contribution will not, alas, appear on this week's episode. You see, it might be said that I'm a victim of my own success. At a weekend appearance at Kapoor Convenience and Smoke Shop, as I was signing copies of a new illustrated edition of my novel, Yes, That's My Rectum, I made the acquaintance of loyal reader and listener, Dina something or other. Without undue elaboration, let me just share that she's still here. Right now, I'm briefly able to come up for air and seize the opportunity to dash off this apologia as she attends to personal matters. And not a moment too soon. Confidentially, and not to brag, I'm surprised even myself with the sheer... Oh, oops, must run. See you next week, all ye faithful. Hi, hi, how are Inbound messages.
Now you come to me face and take Argumano Why you stole my bananas Argumano You no good bananas I don't need no victrola, no radio in my home. I don't need no victrola, no radio in my home. When I want music, I can make my own. Play it. I'm blowing a song for my woman, I hope you don't get me wrong. I'm blowing a song for my woman, I hope you don't get me wrong. I've got to win this balance, all I do is turn it on. I want everybody listening while I blow this song. I want everybody listening while I blow this song. I'm a harmonica king and Mississippi is my home.
outside in and inside out, you're my meat. Ah, you're fat and forty, but naughty, you're my meat. From your feet to your head, you knock me dead, you're my meat. I got you covered, but baby, you're my meat. In the days of old, when nights were bold, they were pious and modest, I'm told. Don't you see that couldn't be me? I'd have to talk about your yams and your big fat hams. It excites me so because I know you're my meat. Fat and forty, but lordy, you're my This is the old Godzilla show that you tuned into. We just heard a fine set of music. We heard uh, Dave Bartholomew and his band with I Cubanos, followed by Jazz Gillum and his boys with uh, Windy Blues. 
Then the great Louis Jordan, one of my favorites, uh, and his Timpany Five. I, I like them a lot, too. And uh, they did You're My Meat. Then finally, the Lucky Thompson Quartet with, uh, with Dodo Marmorosa on the piano. And he composed it. It was called Dodo's Bounce. Well, look, it's your old you here at a radio show, and I want to pass along to you some, some information that came to me in the last few days. Uh, now, you, Rummy Del Barton, you know Rummy, he's uh, the biggest advertiser on the old Codger show, on the radio show. He's a very wealthy entrepreneur, and, and he's my friend, a long-time friend, and he loves 17 RPM records, of course. Well, anyway, Rummy, this wealthy man, was recently served notice that all American billionaires are going to be shot into space, and there are no exceptions. No, Rummy is very concerned. He's, he confided to me that he's not prepared for travel into outer space. He, he thinks it's very risky uh, and inconvenient. He's got stuff to do, and he, he doesn't own a space suit, and he doesn't have a space helmet, and he, he doesn't even know if he'll be allowed to bring his dog. So, now, now Rummy is looking for a way to get out of this. So he's, he says he's not sure he qualifies as a, quote, billionaire. Uh, and he, Rummy said, to me, of course, he says, is this a billion what? U.S. dollars? A billion in codger coin crypto? Industrial assets? Uh, total investments? Uh, his net worth? How, or maybe how much he declares to the IRS each tax season? Because that's a much lower figure than his actual income. <laughs> See, Rummy uses... Dead Barton-trained accountants. Uh, they are skilled in, uh, quote, client services, unquote. And uh, their clients are not the IRS. So Rummy tells me he's not going to respond to this notification. Uh, we'll see what happens next. And, and I promise I will report back to you, the listeners, because I know you're concerned uh, about what's going to happen to Rummy Dell Barton if the, they threaten to go through with this promise to send all billionaires into space. Well, anyway, now back back to the music on the Old Codger Radio Show on WFMU. Thank you. 
Plan for today uh, uh, the uh, two people all sat in opposite studios, Ray. Mm -hmm. Mrs. Worley and her brother, uh, Mr. Worley, mm -hmm. whom, uh, whom they haven't seen. They haven't seen each other for 67 years. And we've flown uh, Mrs. Worley here, and uh, Mr. Worley lives right here in New York. He we took a bus to get yes, here. We have them in separate studios, and we think that uh, they're going to really. Uh, have a big surprise in store for them, thanks to us. Why don't you talk to Mrs. Worley first? All right. Well, would you would you bring in uh, Mrs. Worley, please? Come on in, my dear. Come on, step lively, lady, will you? Oh wait, she's eighty-seven years old. Well, I don't care, Bob. We only have well, forty-five. I know. Let's be kind to her. Right over. Come here. on, lady, step along. Come yeah. on, uh, mother. Right over here. Hey, Scott, sit down, if you will. Uh, you are Miss Tabitha Worley, is that right? Tabitha. It's Tabitha right. Worley. Yes, a lot of people make that mistake. And uh, where do you make your home, Miss Worley? I hmm. live in Bondurant, Wyoming. That's a wonderful country out there. I know. Yes. Uh, and you are eighty-seven years young. Is that right? That's right. <clears throat> and you were flown here by Bob and Ray. And uh, do you have any idea why you're here in this studio today? I don't have <clears throat> the remotest idea why I'm here. Is there anyone... Please speak up, lady, please. Oh, she's speaking up, Ray. Don't... Uh... Great Scott. Do you, do, you, do you have anybody that you would particularly like to see after, uh, oh, let's say, a great number of years? Someone you used to know? And... Mm, no, I don't suppose. Anybody in your family, Miss Worley, that uh, you particularly... Uh... My family, let's see... <clears throat> No. No, it's been so long since I've seen any of them anyway. I don't suppose I'd know them if I fell over them anyway. Do you remember your brother, Frank? Sure, sure. How long is it since you saw him? Oh, let's see. It must be, well, 70 years. 70 years. We thought it was only 66, but mm -hmm. it's 70. It's 70. Well, <clears throat> we have a little surprise arranged for you, Miss Worley. We like to do this now and then with the uh, excess cash that we have from our expense account. And I wonder if uh, you'd open the door over there and bring in our next guest. All right, come on, will you, pal? Step along. Now, Mr. Frank Worley is facing his sister, Tabitha, for the first time in 66 years. Let's hear what they have to say. Well, what'd you want me here for? This is your sister, Tabitha, Mr. Worley. Oh, hello, Tabitha. Hello, Frank. All right, now will you go over and sit down in our studio audience, please? Know that, knowing that we've made two people happier. <clears throat> now they're... They have Why don't big... you sit together uh, in the same row? They're not even sitting in the same no, row. Oh, and you probably have a lot to talk over, don't you, uh, Miss Worley? Well, I suppose, but it's been so long. Mm -hmm. Mr. Worley, you have anything to say to your no. sister? Hmm. No, you've changed. Uh-huh. Well, I know that we've... You mind if you... I sit in another <clears throat> row? 
No, you can sit anywhere you want. It's okay. Where do you limp now, Tabitha? Bondurant, Wyoming. Uh-huh. And so, as they exchange anecdotes of days gone by... Wait a minute, I'd better get out of here. I have an appointment. I have to have my teeth fixed. Would you mind if I run along? No, no you go ahead. ahead. All right, and so we have rejoined the Whirlies, and we know that we've added a little bit of human kindness. Is that why it. you flew me here? Yes, you can go back any time now. Well, I might as well run along home now. There's probably a plane leaving. Bye. Goodbye, Miss Whirly. That's heartwarming. It certainly is. It did something to me. program, which this is, is brought to you by Trucker's Companion, the preferred bourbon of long-distance haulers. In a recent nationwide survey, more professionals transporting interstate commerce said they preferred truckers 
to lemonade, soy milk, eggnog, or diet soda. They like the eye-opening, burning sensation truckers gives going down. It's smooth, like a freshly tarred interstate. It's satisfying, like a roadside rest stop. And it's reliable, like a trusty big rig. Try a trucker's today. When you're driving down the pike, toss one down the pipe. Trucker's Companion, a division of Bob's Beverage Hut, Route 46, Clifton. Now back to the old Codger Radio program.
In that last set of music here on the Old Codger Radio Show, we started out with the Brock Sisters and Do I. And we heard our, our kind of auxiliary staff announcers, Bob and Ray, with the fanular feature on how they reunited a sister and a brother separated for 70 years. Wasn't that sweet? Then we heard uh, Count Basie with How Long, How Long Blues. Two fine guitarists, Eddie Lang and Lonnie Johnson, did have to change keys to play these blues and a Lucky Thompson Quartet, which slams mishap. Now, as you heard earlier in the program, Gus Bodenheim, our commercial announcer, did not show up today. He left a phone message that said he was uh, uh, indisposed. I forget how he worded it, but apparently it was something something came up, uh, something arose. Uh, it seems that Gus found it hard to make it to the station today for reasons that are not entirely comprehensible or excusable. So we do not have any new sponsor announcements in this show. So during the next set of music, uh, we will feature Gus in an advertising spot that was recorded last year. It's a rerun. As long as he's not here, and I'm sure he's not listening to the program, I just want to reveal something about Gus Bodenheim that I have not openly addressed on this program. I'm, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be candid. Gus was not hired for his ability to think coherently or act maturely. He was not hired for his intelligence, nor for his reliability. And he was not hired because he is resourceful or because he's cooperative, because he's none of those things. Now, look, don't blame me. I did not hire Gus Bodenheim. Our sponsor, Del Barton Industries, did. They are the culprit. Now, if you want to know why they chose Gus, he was hired specifically for his voice and his hair. Now you know. And now back to the fine music on the Urkaja Radio Show on WFMU. <laughs> I'm a southern crowd. Oh, love me, Daddy. Love me, honey. I want it all. Yeah, honey, I sure love you. I, if you don't like my movement, if you don't like my crowd, then don't listen. Dad, start kissing. Please, Daddy, don't stop. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Come on now. Let me see you do your stuff. When I say I'm ready, you sure and give me enough. Yeah, take it all now. I'm my sudden movement. I'm my sudden drought. Where you start? I'll reply. Baby, you got it all. Yeah, now lift it, boys. Lift it. Oh, let me, Daddy. Feel me, Daddy. 
Mm, I want it all. It's terribly good if to me. If you don't like my movement, now if you don't like my crown, just don't listen. Boys start kissing, cause I want it all. Eddie, hey. Come on now, let me see, do you step? When I say I'm ready, you sure give me enough. And I'll take it, yes. Hide my southern movement, hide my southern drive. Will you sign or reply? Baby, you got it all. <laughs> Some road before you travel on. Look up, look up, and see your maker. Okay, be your blow his horn.
This is a Bodenheim Medical Extra. I'm Gus Bodenheim, Chief Health and Human Folly Correspondent. There's been continued fallout from the controversial breakthrough Del Barton vaccine. Despite avid demand for Del Barton's breakthrough vaccine, resulting in 20 delivered vaccinations last week alone, though if you ask me, the number might even be higher, increasing belly aching about so-called side effects is on the increase. These may include, but are not limited to, the following. We've received several reports of people coming down with Dupuytren's Expansure, a rare variant of Dupuytren's Contracture. It causes one's fingers to droop and stretch like lengths of rope, making it extremely difficult to perform everyday tasks. An obviously frustrating condition, albeit hilarious to onlookers. Rare cases of Crohn's disease have been reported. Not to be confused with Crohn's disease, C-R-O-H-N apostrophe S, C-R-O-N-E apostrophe S, disease, causes victims to develop a dry, menacing cackle and a penchant for offering poisoned apples to unsuspecting maidens. Claims of a sudden, permanent swelling of the genitalia have caused an unprecedented number of inquiries for, quote, spousal vaccinations, unquote, from married women. Pseudo-bulbar effect has been noted in vaccinated laboratory seals, causing them to pretend to play melodies on bicycle horns, though they are actually only faking it by humming. A number of complaints from men claiming to have lost their mojo, quote-unquote, turned out to be exaggerated cases of dented, scratched, and or temporarily misplaced mojos. Due to these and other complaints, some customers have been returning their vaccines and demanding refunds. Del Barton stands by the efficacy of its breakthrough vaccine, and while we feel a certain concern, quote-unquote, this should not be confused with a mea culpa. These people obviously never read the fine print. It is this correspondent's hope that another side effect will be some people growing a backbone. Please, get with the program, take your lumps, and move on with life. I am Gus Bodenheim.
Well, that's going to be the final set of tonight's program with the old Cadger. That is, uh, we started out with Hartman's Heartbreakers with Betty Lou and My Southern Movements. Sister Rosetta Tharp playing guitar and singing on Lonesome Road. Dorothy Donegan, fine jazz pianist, did St. Louis Blues. And Django Reinhardt with the Quintet of the Hot Club of France did Rhythm Future. Uh, this is Courtney. I'll be back next week with more 78 RPM Majesty. Uh, you're invited to stay tuned for Maury's Coney Island here on, on the radio station you're tuned to, which is WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope in uh, New York City and Rockland County, 91.9 FM, and online at WFMU.org. Well, don't I sound jolly? I am, because I'm about to get plushed to the scuppers. Some programs and portions of programs presented by this station are recorded. The entire broadcast schedule is a copyrighted original compilation work. No recording, retransmission, or other use may be made without the express prior written consent. Good night. Delta, Foxtrot, Delta, Delta, Foxtrot, Delta,